not gonna run from this. No, I'm not gonna cower. Sometimes those voices try to tell me I'm forgotten and I'm falling too far from his hands. But I know what kind of God he is and I'm trusting in his promises. I'm
Life is always fair. I really enjoy repeating myself over and over again. I just love when the kids talk back to me. I don't care if you get a job this summer. I don't care if you get detention. I can't open this jar. See if mom can open it. Just take your time in there, okay? No means maybe. Hey, why don't you bring that ball inside and play with it? Hey, don't put that back where you found it. Just leave it on the floor. Ew, bacon. If you put a dent in the car, it's really no big deal. It's 10 a.m. Go back to bed. Look, whatever your friends are doing, just do the exact same thing. I got more than enough sleep last night. If your friends are okay with it, then I'm okay with it. Stop signs are just a suggestion. You don't need a chaperone. You don't need a seatbelt. You don't need a savings account. You should buy the jeans with the holes in them. Hey, we're all gonna go to church, but you can just sleep in, okay? Can we please just hang out in here for another 10 minutes? Hey, can we get some more bickering back there? All right, bills! Yay, traffic! Woohoo, taxes! Yes! Laundry! Hey, can you kids come in here and jump on my bed? Quick, go tell mom what happened right away. You don't need to finish your dinner. Hey, look at your phone when I'm talking to you. I wish I had a smaller TV. We got you that phone for a reason, texting boys. All right, everyone, listen up. Mom and I are going out of town this weekend, so please, mess up the whole house while we're gone. Please throw a few parties while we're gone. Please forget about the dog entirely while we're gone. Hey, when you're finished pouring that, can you just leave it out on the counter all day? Thanks. Hey, what are you doing? I'm gonna bungee jump out of this tree. That's a really good idea. Good morning and welcome to 1C. Would you please rise for our first song? Let's sing together. Let the king of my heart be the mountain where I run, the fountain I drink from, oh, is mine. Song. Let the king of my heart be the shadow where I hide, the ransom for my life. Oh, is my song, cause you are good, good. Oh, you are good.
never gonna let me down You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me seated. Well, good morning and welcome to worship. Happy Father's Day to the fathers uh, who are out there. And if you are a guest worshiping with us, we are so glad that you have joined us this morning to worship. We'd love to have a chance to get to know you, and we'd also love to share a welcome gift with you. So you can text 1CGUEST to 94000. You can also stop by uh, Next Steps on your way out. Um, Love to have a chance to meet you. Also, if you have a prayer request that you would like included during worship, a little bit later in worship, you can fill out a paper prayer request form. They're found on a table just outside the door before you entered. You can also text your prayer requests to 402-242-5051. And also a little bit later in worship, we will be celebrating the Lord's Supper or communion. And you can take that one of two different ways. You can pick up your... um, Prepackaged elements. If you did, you you can stay in your seats for that and commune in your seats. Or if you feel comfortable coming forward to receive communion that way, you can do that as well. Um, we have a time change on our voters meeting happening July 11th. That'll be at 10 a.m. between the two worship services. So voters meeting 10, July 10, 11th at 10 a.m. And Chris, you have an announcement. Yeah. So on uh, Saturday, July 24th. 
uh, we're going to be having the Sidewalk Prophets here at 1C. And uh, I'm excited for that because we, of course, do some of their songs, but they're a fantastic group, uh, Christian group, and they actually chose Columbus over stops in Lincoln and Omaha, so I thought it was pretty cool. Um, tickets are available right now. You can go to uh, 1cchurch.com, look for the Sidewalk Prophets button. You can go there and order them. Uh, you can go to their website and order them. Um, and if you're interested and you want, don't want to go online, you can actually order them or buy them here. Uh, just come see me after the service or uh, talk to anybody on staff that's here during the week, and they can help you with that. All right, great. Thanks, Chris. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Together we confess our sins. 
Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for you, and for his sake God forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, you may be seated and we're going to be watching a blast video. And uh, at that time that video is playing, we invite the young children to come right up here for a message from God's word. Come on up during the video and that's kind of cool. So God be with you all. Thanks for coming up front. I need a volunteer. Can I have a volunteer? Do you want to come up and help me? All right. So I need you to have a seat in this chair, okay? Can you have a seat in the chair? But wait, don't open it. All right. Just just go ahead and have a seat. Can you sit in the chair? No, not really? No. You can't so you can't sit in the chair without opening it? No. That would be sitting on it, not sitting in it. That's a good idea, though. Someone did that at the 9 o'clock service, and I was not expecting it. 
You can't, can you? No, I kind of asked you to do something impossible. You go ahead and have a seat, all right? But thank you for, for helping. Guess what? You think you can do it? Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. You leave the chair right there. Don't open it, you guys. Uh-oh. It's going to fall over. It won't stand up. You can't sit in the chair, can you? <laughs> no. Good. That was a good try, though. So you have to open the chair to sit in it, don't you? Yes, because right now it's on two legs, and it's not going to stand up, and you, the seat's all folded. But if you open it up, then it sits on all four legs, and then the seat's there, and you can sit and rest in it. It works a lot better that way, doesn't it? Yes. Well, you know what? Sometimes in this world, people will tell us things that maybe just doesn't make sense. Like, here, sit in this chair without unfolding it. That doesn't make much sense, does it? No. But you know what? This week, this past week at Destination Dig, we've been looking at the proof that we can trust the truth of God and his word in the Bible. And Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And you know how I know that? Not because I opened a chair, but because I opened a Bible. And it says right there that God's promise to us is that when we seek him, we will find him when we seek him with our whole heart. Isn't that awesome that we can go to God's word and, that, and read about how much God loves us and that Jesus loves us so much that he came to die on the cross to save us from our sins, to rise from the grave alive and to rescue us. And we can read all about how much God loves us. In, in his word, and we can trust his word, and we can open his word, right, and read all about this, and that God has given us his word so that we can learn more and more and more about how much he loves us and what he's done for us. That is pretty awesome, isn't it, that we can seek him and we'll find him when we seek him with our whole heart, kind of like a chair works better when we open it up and we use all the legs, not half the legs, we can seek God by opening his word and seeking him with our whole heart. And he promises to show himself to us. Well, let's close in prayer, all right? We can fold our hands, bow our heads, and you can repeat after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for your word and for your promises. Help us to seek you and find you with our whole heart. Amen. All right, boys and girls, thanks for coming up. You can head on back to your seats, okay?
Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took a cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is a New Testament in my blood which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And we're going to receive communion at this time. Those of you who took a self-contained communion packet, I would have you uh, consume that at this time. Take, eat, and drink the body and blood of Jesus given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. And now we invite everyone else to come forward to receive it at one of the two stations up in front. Down a long dusty driveway I didn't want to go But I set out with tears in my eyes and wondering Daddy took me by the hand Down at the school bus and his little man and said Don't worry boy, it'll be alright Cause I took this walk, you're walking now boy I understand is what you're going through Cause I took this same walk with my old man Boy, I've been in your shoes Down our long dusty driveway I set my mind to go Well, I was 18 and wild Took me by the hand, looked out at the world and at his grown man and said, Don't worry, boy, it'll be alright. Cause I took this walk, you're walking now, 
past your driveway This time we both will go Well, he had grown old and gray And his mind was a warning Daddy took me by the hand To know where we're going And I understand Don't worry, boy, it'll be alright Cause I took this walk you, God. Prayers for a friend going through a divorce that as it is finalized, he can find peace and move on to a healthier life. Prayers for Sawyer, Paige, and Kurt. Prayers for a happy Father's Day to my mom, Elise, who stepped up to fill the shoes on both mom and dad. We are forever grateful for you, and we love you. Prayer of thanks for a happy Father's Day to my grandpa, Gary, who's always been there for me. I am forever grateful. Thank you. A prayer for a daughter who is not a loving and honoring to her heavenly father or her earthly father. Prayer that the Holy Spirit will work in her heart and her circumstances. Prayers for the Martinez family. Please let Samuel be found and let the family be able to accept whatever is your will. Prayers, Lord, to send rain for our crops. Prayers for a safe trip for my daughter and I as we move to Colorado this week. Prayer for our relationship troubles, that God may help us through these hard times a prayer of thanksgiving and blessing upon the fathers and the father figures and those who have stepped up to play that role. We thank you, Father, Lord, for all the earthly fathers you've given us. 
And we thank you for you for being our heavenly father. And we just ask to put a blessing on them and help them to be the godly men that you call them to be. Join me as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. A little bit of unfinished business real quick. Just something I forgot to do in the first service and in this service. But anyway, the Lord, uh, whatever you say, now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior strengthen you and preserve you steadfast in the one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen. Okay, and I'm also going to go ahead and start the way I did in the last service. I'm, you know what I'm going to ask you, Booth? I'm going to ask you to put up the Father's Day display that was on the thing. And I have to tell you that the reason I asked them to bring this up, first off, I'm going to say happy Father's Day to all of you fathers out there. And I'm going to say thank you to the mothers for putting up with the fathers. That's always a kind of a good thing to do. But uh, I have to tell you a little funny story that... Uh, as you may or may not know, I usually sit right down there when I'm here, and as I was uh, standing up during the, I can't remember if it was during the first song or it was during the, the pre-service type thing when that was up there, I felt like I was being reflected on the wall, and I looked immediately for a, a light to my right to see if that was me standing up there. But obviously, it's not me. It looks a little more like Pastor Jim, perhaps, but that's kind of how it works. But anyway, just wanted to say Happy Father's Day, and that's kind of a little funny thing that happened today. Well, I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the experience, the blast that was had in the past, that is this past week using the summer camp theme set for the summer, and this week's theme was uh, Destination Dig. And I have to tell you that I've always been kind of, uh, well, the word dig is a, a much-used word in very different kind of circumstances. For example, I would imagine that when we look at the theme for this past week, it probably meant as in to dig into God's Word. You know, with that Jeremiah 29 verse 13, you will find me if you seek after me with all your heart. It's something that God tells us that is very important. So we can say we dig into the Scriptures. And then, of course, there's the obvious connotations of dig, and I would imagine all the guys who are fathers now have sons, even daughters, who like to dig in the ground, and that's really the literal meaning of dig. And uh, to get into that, this theme this past week, as you look at it, it kind of reminds me of that old Indiana Jones type theme. And I have to tell you that when it comes to Indiana Jones, how many of you remember, by the way, this is dating myself again, how many of you remember when Raiders of the Lost Ark first came out? 
Now, I have to tell you, I loved that movie, still do, and it's one of those movies that I'll watch it anytime I get the chance. As a matter of fact, I went to the movie theater, I bet you at least 25 days in a row in order to watch that movie, at least when I wasn't working at the time. And so you can say that that gives us a kind of a cool thing with a dig, talking about what an archaeologist does, and that's look for old things, uncovering truths about what the past is. And that's another way we can look into the way we search the scriptures in this day. And now I'm going to give you a third way of digging into something, or rather digging something. And to help me with this, how many of you remember the spokesperson or the spokesman or the spokes thing for the cereal called Sugar Smacks? Do you remember? It was a character by the name of, if you know it, say it with me, Diggum, right? And I always wondered what Diggum meant. And then I got to thinking, ah, 60s, maybe even 50s, 60s, 70s is around the time when that came out. That means you really like something when you dig it. And I always like to say that when it comes to our relationship with God, our Heavenly Father, especially through His Son, Jesus, and of course, as we remember that the truth was uncovered about Jesus during the blast camp this past week. Well, I like to say it's a little bit of all three, isn't it? There's on the one hand, we can dig something like search the scriptures. This is one of the things that we do. We can also say that we dig into God's word and, and find out that he's really crazy about us. We can also say that we dig, well, one of the ways that we can say we dig is as in our natural condition before God. The grave is dug and we can remember that by nature being sinful and unclean, we're in that situation. But the really cool thing is, is that when you talk about Jesus saying, or, or God himself saying, that if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. In other words, we like God. We love God. We really dig him in the parlance of the old days. And we dig him even in the midst of things that might be conceived as kind of difficult for us. Now I'm going to go ahead and read the context of the verse that was for our, our blast camp this past week. And I'm going to go ahead and begin with the first verse of Jeremiah chapter 29. And it says this. These are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders of the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jeconiah and the queen mother, the eunuchs, the officials of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen and the metal workers had departed from Jerusalem. The letter was sent by the hand of Elisa, the son of Shaphan, and Gemariah, the son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to Babylon to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. It said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. 
build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat their produce, take wives and have sons and daughters, take wives for your sons, and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply there and do not decrease." But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets and your diviners who are among you deceive you and do not listen to the dreams that they dream. For it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, declares the Lord. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile." It's an awful lot to take in, I know, and you have to realize that the context in which these passages that we have before us are written is one that's not so good, is it? These were from a a letter written by Jeremiah the prophet at the inspiration of our God to the people who had been taken into exile into Babylon. This was Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel, and they had held out longer because they had had some good kings along the way, but an awful lot of bad ones. And it was the people's idolatry, their turning against the Lord that would lead them into this exile. It's kind of interesting that as we get into what we're Well, what we're like in this world that we live in, it's fascinating that we find ourselves in very much the same situation as those people who were in exile, those people who were losing a lot of hope, those people to whom Jeremiah would write these words. And of course, there's probably not a one of us in here that are not at least a little bit familiar with the words of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, right? Those words that say, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare and not evil, and also to give you future and hope in that future. And I think we can understand what it's about, but remember why it was written to let the people know that although there were 70 years decreed for Babylon, that is the amount of time they were going to be there, there was still hope to remain faithful to God. Because why? Well, God remains faithful to you. 
And then, of course, we have the words of our Bible passage that God would have us seek him. And he says, you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with all of your heart. And I always like to say, when we uncover the truth about the people's relationship with the Lord, when we recover the truth of our existence, if you will, and if we remember where we stand before God, Here comes all of these exile words into play. Now, I don't ever want to say that we're better than anybody else. And this is not what this is getting at at all. But don't you feel like sometimes, especially when it comes to church culture, that we're kind of strangers in a strange land? Anybody ever felt that way? That the world that we live in today is not like the world we lived in, say, when we were kids. And you also know you can watch the news at night and you kind of say to yourself, what in the world is happening in the world? I'm told that I'm not tolerant, that I'm not a good person simply because, well, what are some of the reasons that people are giving us? We have critical race theory before us being taught in so many places that are making people rethink their very existence in so many ways. And then there are also those who are demanding that we receive everybody. And in this month of June, known as Pride Month, we're oftentimes painted as people who don't accept people of varying backgrounds. And I always like to say that nowhere does God tell us to disagree to the point of hating other people, but rather he calls us to let our light shine in this world. I said in the first service that many times we like to look around when we watch the news at night and we wonder what in the world is going on. We say, man, this place is a terrible place. It's not like the good old days when I grew up. It's not like the way I remember it should be. And we can feel a little bit like we're in an exile of sorts. And we're wondering when is God going to come and put an end to this. Well, think about the letter that Jeremiah wrote to the exiles going to Babylon. You guys have a lot of reason to be concerned because you're going into a land where you're going to be strangers. And not only that, I am here to tell you that the Lord continues to be with you even though you rejected him, even though you neglected him, And even though you have turned your back on him. Why? Because he has sent you into exile so that you might think about what you have with him. And it's always that thing that when bad things happen, it's that opportunity that we have to draw closer to the Lord. In other words, to seek him with our heart that he might reassure us of the hope that he has given us. And we know that he has given us hope in all of the gifts that he gives us through his word, through our baptism into Christ, 
and also through the body and blood which we receive today, that we might be reminded of the forgiveness that we have in Jesus. That's really what the point is, to know that when we seek the Lord with all of our hearts, and when we know that we're in big trouble in big ways, the way God assures us most of all is that He loves us with an everlasting love, and even though we do turn astray, He actually comes and finds us. It's what Moses did when he went into Egypt to deliver the people out of Egypt. It's what Jesus did when he put on our flesh and came into the world to be our Savior. You see, Jesus was God's letter to the exiles, wasn't he? He's saying, even though you have separated yourself from me by your sin, I am coming to find you and I am bringing you back into a relationship with me. And we know that in order to do that, we know the things that Jesus did. We know that he lived a life perfectly that we could not live because of our sinfulness. We also know that he went on to die the death of a cross that we might have forgiveness in his name. I always like to say it's what Paul writes to us in the second chapter of Philippians when he says, have this mind within you which is yours in Christ, who being very nature God did not consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the very form of a servant and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. You see, seek the Lord with all your heart is to know that God seeks us with his heart. To know that God's heart broke for us when we exiled ourselves from his presence and he was going to do something about that by delivering his son over to the death of a cross that we might have forgiveness in his name. And everything that we do, God continues to give his gifts to us through our baptism, through his word, through the sacrament of his body and blood. And he assures us that, well, this is where he gives us a hope for the future, if you will. That's where we understand that God digs us and that we can dig him in return. It's kind of interesting that as exiles go into exile, they're going to be discouraged. And there were also those who were false prophets going around and telling them, this isn't going to last very long. As a matter of fact, God doesn't really want anything bad to happen to you. And it doesn't matter that your sin has driven you into this situation. But remember, God loves you and he is going to get you. That's what the false prophets were saying. And what Jeremiah and all the others were saying, 70 years are decreed. It's going to take a while before God gives you that hope. And as we sit here in this day and age and wonder, when is God going to deliver us 
from all the weird stuff that is going on in the world? When is he finally going to say enough so that we can feel better and live the way we always have? And then you might also ask, well, what have we done to maybe separate ourselves from God? Maybe even to look in other directions rather than the hope that he provides for us. Maybe we reject him in the lives that we live, very much like the exiles. Well, I always like to say that we remember what Jesus did and what he went through to call us back to himself. And then also as we live in what we could best call an exile in this world, we might be saying, how long, O oh Lord, till you act on our behalf? And just as he said 70 years are decreed for Babylon, he might even be telling us this is the way it is. But in spite of all of that, I don't wish for your ill will. I don't wish you evil. But I want to give you a future and hope for that future. In the meantime, seek me with all your heart. You will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And then we remember that not only is that the case, but that God gives us a responsibility. You remember I talk about how different it is? And so many times we have this tendency that when we feel like it's dark, we tend to curse the darkness. But what is it that God calls us to do? He calls us not to curse the darkness, but rather to let our light shine in the darkness. And that's through the good news of the hope that we have. That when we seek him with our whole heart, we will find him. And even more so, we know that he found us. And even in our reading today, we had pray for the welfare of the nation where you're in exile. Take wives, take husbands, have children. Live your life and give glory to the God who is in you. And then we will realize that Jesus says to us himself, since I have loved you, since I have suffered for you, since I have died for you, you can go out and tell others about me. And so we're not supposed to hate people that disagree with us politically. We're not supposed to hate people that disagree with us socially. We're not even supposed to hate all the things that we've been taught in so many ways. But we are to show forth in our lives what we confess with our lips. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus, whom God sent into exile himself to suffer our death on a cross and to rise again and say that because I live, you will live also. And when you seek me with all of your heart, then you will truly find me. The truth about Jesus is that in him, God was not doing bad for our welfare, but he was giving us a future and a beautiful future at that. And in that, we have our hope. In that, we know that God digs us and we can dig him as well. 
God grant it to all of us in Jesus' name and for his sake. And all God's people say, amen. This time, let's stand and let's confess our common Christian faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in one, in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now receive the blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.
joy unspeakable, faith unsinkable, love unstoppable, anything is possible. Joy unspeakable, faith unsinkable, love unstoppable, anything is possible. Joy unspeakable, faith unsinkable, love unstoppable, anything is possible. Just to know you and to make you known, we lift your name on high. Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide. We know we were made for so much more than ordinary lives. It's time for us to more than just Will you live like me?